Today on the Financial Foundation, I talk yet again about more info on the housing market. For those of you looking to buy, you might enjoy the latest stats, unless you need to buy now. In my personal opinion, buying a house now at the list price is a bad strategy, as I do believe that in the first year you will see the value of your home fall below what you paid for it. Also, the last two weeks have seen a slight drop in gas prices. I will break down why and short-term as well as long-term predictions as to what that means. Last, we are seeing some changes to Airbnb. I think it's important because of how Airbnb disrupted the hotel industry and hospitality as a whole, much like what Uber did to taxis, but just like Uber, they lured us in with low prices and started becoming more expensive than the old business we flocked away from. But hopefully, Airbnb's future is better, cheaper, and more transparent going forward. Okay, so today I have got more information concerning housing. If you follow this podcast, you know I address real estate on almost a weekly basis. The changes and updates to this dynamic market are pretty extreme in today's environment, and operating on dated information can really make the biggest financial decision of your life much harder than it has to be. This should be something that you give more thought and do more research on than your career, your car, or any other money-related matter, since when else are you going to make a several hundred thousand dollar decision? Anyway, I mentioned over the past few weeks that mortgage applications are declining as well as the number of houses coming onto the market, interest rates are going up, and list prices are coming down due to the lower demand. Gone are the days that you list your house in any condition and receive 10 offers in the first hour before anyone has even seen it in person. Now, houses are sitting on the market for days, even weeks at a time, and the result is price decreases all over cities and towns across America. I want to mention some of the higher concentrated areas where this is happening, and most of it is happening west of the Mississippi. The top six cities where prices are declining are Boise, Sacramento, Salt Lake City, Denver, Tacoma, and Provo. Right off the bat, this makes a lot of sense. Idaho and Utah saw the highest percentage increase in population growth in 2021, so as a result, those markets became the most inflated as far as housing costs. For reference, in the last month, 44.2% of houses listed in Boise saw a price reduction while still on the market, and in Utah, both Salt Lake and Provo saw almost 50% of houses listed that reduced their listing prices. I was able to track down a local Provo, Utah newspaper article from back in January that did predict everyone purchasing a house was likely overpaying. Talk about being spot on. I'm sure every buyer in Provo since January is kicking themselves for buying into what might have been the most inflated market in the country. Like I mentioned on Monday, these decreases were mostly between a few thousand and $25,000 decreases in price, with some seeing more than one decrease in the last month. Sacramento is similar as 44.3% of their homes decreased in their list price, and Denver saw 46.9%. I will continue to track these changes as they are likely to continue since we are still in the beginning. I expect when more reports come out, they will reflect reflect even more price drops as most buyers' budgets are being reduced by higher and higher interest rates. Speaking of reduced budgets, gas is 
pretty high these days and it's affecting those as well. We did see a 21 cent drop in gas prices from June 13th to the 27th. Makes only a slight difference, but I was curious as to why since it's no secret why they've climbed so high in the last 18 months. One reason for this drop was the price of a barrel of crude oil. It was over $122 on June 10th and fell to $101 per barrel during the two week period. The only concerning thing about this is to why they fell. It seems concern about an overall drop in the US economy is playing a huge role in this. Economic recessions result in less demand for all goods across the board, so less goods will be made and less trips will be made to ship them. So while producers try to compete with the, with the still high demand, their overall reserves are lower than this point last year. This is seen as good by some and bad by others. Good because prices coming down is always a good thing and the outlook over the next month are small continuing decreases in the price of gas. Bad because the demand for gas doesn't really change all that much among consumers no matter where the price goes. So while producers continue to struggle and reserves get more depleted, it makes the oil and gas market much more volatile and can jump up and down more violently in this market. It's also seen as bad in the long term since the only real reason it seems to be dropping is because of how bad the economy is doing. As it continues to decline, people will lose jobs, lose cars, lose homes, and it means more people will have to hurt in order to really see a drop in demand for gas. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. I really appreciate the feedback I get across the podcasting platforms I'm on. And as always, if there is something you took away from this podcast and it enriched your life, please let me know that too. I would like some guidance on what I can expand on in the future. If you are like me and millions of others, you have likely booked an Airbnb in lieu of a hotel room in recent years. Depending on your experience or the money you saved, you also might have become a repeat customer. One thing that started happening a few years back were party hosters and party goers saw booking homes on Airbnb as a cheap way to throw loud and crazy parties without the restrictions or inconveniences of a hotel room with narrow hallways on the ninth floor. So, late 2019, Airbnb announced a temporary ban on booking homes for parties following a series of crimes that were all happening at the Airbnb homes. They just announced the ban is going to be permanent since these bookings were shown to be very damaging both to Airbnb and hosts all over the network. The cost of the damages left behind all resulted in huge price increases in places to stay and since the temporary ban received so much great outcomes for the company and the people on their hosting, this introduced a more settled Airbnb market. I hope we can move into a space where the prices to the, that stay at homes drops now that homeowners don't have to worry about as much about fixing damages left behind by partygoers. If that isn't the case, I will reluctantly move back to paying hotels to stay in those rooms with the overbleached towels in the bathroom. That does do it for today here on the Financial Foundation. If you have something to add or have a question for me, I'm available on Instagram at the Financial Foundation 2022. Hope I added some value to your life. Have a good day and see you next time.